0: Hey agency owners, it's time for a new episode of The Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to send you a copy of our brand new book, The Practical Agency, written specifically to help creative agency owners go beyond the creative side. Build systems to simplify and quickly scale their agency to $100,000 a month. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash practical agency to claim your free copy. And now for the show. As a creative agency owner, there's nothing quite like the thrill of signing a new client, right? Even if it's a regular occurrence, I'm not really sure that the excitement really truly ever wanes. But if you don't really have a detailed workflow, on onboarding new clients, then you're likely to overlook some important details and even possibly make some mistakes that could be quite costly for the agency in both time and money. So what is the actual process that you're utilizing? And I want to give you a six step process that you are going to be going through in order to onboard your new clients, allowing for you to have this system that you need in order to make sure that everything is going seamlessly. The first is ensuring that all the legal compliance items have been done, like signing contract and getting payment methods all set up and all of that. This is really the first official step of a client's journey in the becoming an actual client. So the the journey from the buyer's journey to becoming a client this is the official transition. I do hear and see all the time that verbal yes can be exciting as well. But quite frankly, it means nothing without a signed contract. And this is a bit of a pet peeve of mine because I see agencies get so excited that they'll start working with the client and start doing work and then horror stories of actually getting very far along in actually executing and then never getting paid, delivering things to the client and because they actually never got a signed contract and didn't do this first step. So make sure that you have provided your client with the contract and do not start your onboarding process until you have this, this part of the process actually completed making sure that you have all the legal things fully in place and make sure that you have everything done, full scope of work, the MSA, the, the, all the contractual obligations for both you and the client have been managed. Number two is you want to have your internal kickoff call and assign your team. So this is really important and a lot of agencies really miss this stage because again, they're so excited. They want to go immediately into meeting with a client which unfortunately actually causes problems for both the agency and the client because the team really isn't fully on 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 board and doesn't understand exactly what needs to happen. And this particular piece is is really pivotal in allowing for all the information that that was collected during the sales conversation to actually be transferred to the client execution team, making sure that they really fully understand what it is that the client's outcome is. What are they looking for? What are the What is the client wanting to accomplish? Making sure that the team is actually looking at it from that point of view, because there may be some nuances and some adjustments and changes that they would make and different decisions that they would make if they actually knew exactly what the client's goals were. So super important here, but also having things from a agency side of things as well, right? Is what are you looking to accomplish? What What is success on this project for the agency? How many hours? What is the financial metrics? What What exactly means success for the agency? And actually making sure that the team is fully aware of this. What does it look like? What would that actually feel like accomplishing that? And why would that actually execute? And then actually starting to put together a true project plan, making sure that you have the appropriate timelines in place, knowing who is actually going to be managing the project, who's going to be actually doing the creative, who's going to be actually executing on different aspects of it, and what tasks need to be actually communicated and what things need to come when. Hopefully you have this fairly well defined from a procedural standpoint, but if not, making sure that you have a very clear understanding of what's happening there and having everyone assigned to the particular pieces of deliverables for that contract this probably brings up something a little bit nuanced here and I want to hit on it for a moment in actually sharing information with your team. I have an entire episode that I've done, I believe last year, about specifically talking about sharing information with your team, which I believe is to be so incredibly important. The smaller the business, realistically speaking, the less information they tend to share, which ends up really causing damage in the end for the agency. And for so many reasons, this actually causes problems for them, because ultimately speaking, you're not really being able to have the team have the information that they need to make the appropriate decisions to have your business be successful. And this is really important that you're actually sharing this information and allowing for them to actually have the tools that they need. My foundational belief system around management is actually providing your team with the tools that they need to be successful. And ultimately speaking, these metrics are one of those tools and they're not going to be successful without it. And making sure that you are ultimately providing them with that tool so that they can be successful. So sharing that information, contracts, the sales budgets, all of that type of information, obviously not employee salaries and things like that, that would be otherwise confidential, but allowing for you to be able to share the information that's going to allow for them to be truly successful. And number three is actually start getting going on the onboarding questionnaire onboarding process so the vast majority of you in very extreme cases maybe you don't have this particular piece or it may be an ongoing client that you don't have to go through this particular stage but when you onboard clients realistically speaking there's a, a lot of information that you actually do need to collect from assets to background information to their mission to their values to all sorts of different things and this is really a step that allows for you to really make a good first impression with them So getting something to them that's detailed, concise, and really welcoming in a personalized fashion in this digital world will allow for the client to feel seen, heard, and welcomed to your agency. Recognizing, ultimately speaking, that when someone signs up for a service, they're elated at this point, right? They're really excited to work with someone new and actually bring on your agency. And how do you actually capitalize on that excitement that they have inside of themselves and not actually get them to the place where they have buyer's remorse. So this piece is really, truly important and actually adding some color, some personality to who your agency is in this initial stage. Collecting that information, is it done in a meeting? Is it done via form? Is it done with a video and some forms? How exactly are you gonna go about doing it? I've I've seen tons of creative ways that agencies have gone about about this initial step and stage of the client engagement but making sure that you allow for you to have the information that you need to get going and allowing for you to ultimately be able to start getting things moving along and and really capitalize on it. Some things that I want to make sure that you really consider here or don't actually have it be too overwhelming. So I see this happen a lot of times when you have, you know, 20, 30, 40 questions that'll get sent to the client. And realistically speaking, they're like, I can't do this now. So they go immediately from excitement to overwhelm which just damages the overarching relationship. So make sure you don't have too many questions. And if you do have a lot of them, you need to break them up and make them not actually feel overwhelming. So what is ultimately, truly, really important for you to get? And when do you ultimately need it? And starting to think about it from how does it feel for the client to get this type of list? And then really carefully consider how you're actually collecting the information I mean, it could be as simple as a Google Sheet, it could be a form on your website, it could be a number of different things, but just make sure that it, the type of work that you do and how it is that you actually interface with them. If you're a digital agency that's you know doing web design and creative, making sure that it really highlights your creative ability and your web design ability and making sure that it, it's technology forward. And then make sure that you actually politely share your expectation and deadline that they know when they need to get back to you and why it's important and how is it going to help them and how ultimately is it going to impact them. The thing that happens a lot of times here when it comes to deadlines is agencies will just tell them, hey, this I need this by XYZ, not actually recognizing and telling and making the client aware that there's, you know, there's repercussions if something happens here and the deadline doesn't get met because then the timeline is going to have to get pushed or there's going to be additional fees and making sure that they understand that. I don't know that I would tell them about the risks but make sure that you politely share deadline here i just wanted to give a little bit of color to that deadline piece and then make sure that you offer help for questions or concerns one of the things that i've seen that i really enjoy is actually giving like a little bit of an intro to each team member that's going to be on the project so now you've already gone through the internal kickoff you've assigned the team members that are going to be on the project and so you know who those people are and giving a little bit of a personal story around those people to the client so they can actually connect with them on a human human level And actually maybe putting what are they, what are the reasons that they're going to want to reach out to these particular people and what types of questions would they be asking them and what, what is the resource use for this particular person so that they know why they would be reaching out to this particular individual. And number four is you really want to make sure that you have that project set up in your project management tool in a reasonably detailed fashion. So the thing that I, I see to be very critical here is that so often We end up leaving things to memory. And we have so many things that happen on a day to day basis. And, you know, from so many emails to Slack messages to Teams messages to whatever happened during the day to client meetings, so much information goes through our head on a daily basis. And actually relying on memory is extremely, extremely difficult. I like to pride myself in the fact that I have a pretty good memory. But I would never rely on it for things that are spe- especially for anything that is going to be client related. I am not going to be the reason why something gets forgotten and I don't, wouldn't want any of my team to be either. So we don't rely on memory for anything for ourselves and I would suggest that you do the same. So making sure that you're utilizing things that actually are going to allow for you to remember the next step. What is that next step that needs to be taken? And making sure that you have all of these things in place from in your project management software. And so, you know, making sure you've created the new client and you've set up the team, making sure that you have those tasks for every single team member. It's specifically important, really important to recognize that if you have one individual that's doing a number of different things, it's not overwhelm them with, you know, five tasks do the same day. Maybe it's one task with a detail of the five things they need to do because otherwise it's it sort of clutters the the playing field for them but making sure that if it goes from one team member to another that realistically speaking should be another task and make sure that you have every single team member that needs to have that information knows where to get it where where it's going to be housed all of that type of information from scope of work contracts their client contact details to the the most recent client communication to creative briefs all that type of stuff in a very clear defined place and make sure that you have the milestones and deadlines for every single task listed there as well so ultimately the team knows when they actually need to get things done and then let's move to number five the kickoff call so make sure that you have just a really welcoming exciting kickoff call that reminds them of the reason why they signed up in the first place and so the overarching format that I utilize when it comes to a kickoff call is what, what is it exactly that we're looking to solve? Where are you right now? What are the goals? Here's the plan, just reminding them of it. And then starting to go through sort of what exactly is actually going to be happening. But doing it in a bit more of an excited fashion is, is particularly important because sometimes it can feel a little dry. The thing that's really important here, and I want you to utilize some aspects of this on an ongoing basis, because the reason why clients tend to leave the vast majority of the time isn't because of results. It's because they forgot where they were when they started to work with you in the first place. And they don't remember that they still need you and they end up going in another direction because they forgot how far you've come with them. And it's an extremely frustrating place to be. So let's remind them by actually utilizing where they were, their initial place of where they were when they first started with you to their goals of what they're looking to accomplish. So you're creating essentially future. But make sure you have those client questionnaires that they initially filled out handy so that you can fill in any blanks, any questions that you have. Make sure to be really thorough, thoughtful, and even provide them with some advice in this situation. So like here's a couple of other things that we were thinking about when going through it and some here initial sort of things that we're, that we're talking about. Here's the timeline for our, our primary initial goal and when we would actually expect to to actually reach it. And ultimately how we're going to measure that goal and the frequency by which we're going to share those details and metrics with you, assuming that you're the one that's tracking them or vice versa. If the client's tracking it, when they're going to share it with you so that you actually know what impact the activities that you're having are ultimately going to have on the client's business. And then finally, making sure that you, number six, is is just essentially tying up loose ends and making sure that you have everything clearly documented. And this is where a lot of things go wrong here. You've filled out questionnaires, you've had your kickoff call, you've set up the projects, but then information doesn't get transferred. And so many people end up doing double work here. Making sure that you spend a couple minutes reviewing with your team, having a post kickoff call type conversation, making sure that all the action items that were needed have been memorialized with the client, have been added to the project. That you have a very clear understanding and 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 communication internally about potential sticking points for the clients to any questions that the client came up that we haven't answered or any action items that are required from the client. And maybe even anything that potentially doesn't align with your scope of work and making sure that there's a way for your account team, your sales team or management team to actually reach out and have the conversation with the client so that you can make a determination of whether you're going to adjust the scope of work, you're going to do a separate scope of work, or it's something that is so small that it doesn't matter and you're going to get it taken care of. I would make sure that you do highlight that you're doing this, to the, doing this for the client because you don't want to set an expectation. These types of scope changes are going to be something that you're just going to continue to do on an ongoing basis and make sure that you manage it. And then just do a full review of what exactly is going to happen and who's going to be taking care of what and what is the next step. This is the thing that ultimately I remind every single agency operations team that I work with is always thinking, what is the next step? What is the next action item? What do we need to do next so that, and and this is really important, even at the end of a project, what is the next step for them? Are we giving them assets? Are we having a wrap conversation? Like what exactly is the next step? Making sure that it goes fully to fruition, to completion, and ultimately to a happy, satisfied client that is going to refer, that is going to come back and is going to have just a phenomenal experience working with you. Setting up all of these systems within your agency is is paramount. I, I want to preface that that there's a lot of instances where I see agencies that are in the 200,000 sort of revenue range, 500,000 revenue range that's actually looking to spend a lot of time on process. and ultimately speaking, the thing that I, I know to be really important here is ultimately you don't know fully exactly what it is that you're doing and who it is that you're working with quite yet, so focusing so much on process is difficult at this stage for you so i wouldn't be spending an obscene amount of time on process i would still be looking at what are the things that i need to be removing from my plate maybe setting up some high level processes around a specific number of things but as you start to grow and scale it becomes more and more important is that don't focus so much on process so early on that it becomes a hindrance for you to be able to move forward and the overarching thing that i want you to take from that is making decisions and actually moving quickly and the really hard feeling for a lot of agency owners of this idea and need for perfection, which ultimately, you know, really causes issues for them to continue to move forward. So I want you to think about the system for client onboarding. This is a really pivotal piece in the relationship of the client and how they continue to engage with you, work with you on an ongoing basis. So setting this up and getting those foundational steps, for your agency and for that client lifetime value is so incredibly important and hopefully this episode was helpful to start to think through some of those items for you and that long-term relationship with your client. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this.
1: because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what am I going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do.
0: Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things, but at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now, so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program.
1: I'm not so stressed during calls, thinking, oh my gosh, I, got, I gotta sell, I gotta sell, I gotta sell, because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our
0: people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to one million in revenue per year in 12 months or less.
1: I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000. Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5,000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client a monthly retainer
0: we only accept about 20 percent of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time energy and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams
1: you've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if x happens this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure.
0: So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program or go to creativeagencysuccesscom forward slash apply. Thanks. And I'll see you inside the program.